independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Oh, eight days in counting, baby. And then we can start the real election time, which is lawsuits and arguments. But eight days. Eight days. Eight days. But before we get to any of those things, the reality is today is a quite a great day. A day of evil and fun. A day of fright and frivolity. A day of fear. <laughs> I'm going to get some more popcorn. You want some? Sure. Sometimes a familiar face can be the most terrifying. In political news, President Biden has said he intends to run for re-election in 2024. You trust him once. I know he's a little old, but he can still win. Right? He beat Trump. But can he beat DeSantis? I don't know. I don't know! Can you trust him again? Can you? <laughs> so Saturday Night Live opened up the other day with uh, poking fun at the insanity of, of Biden. Can you trust him? <laughs> Is it possible? <laughs> He's 79 now. Elections in two years. So that means... In 2018, we went 54 states. Feels like nothing's going right. Why are we so worried? He's done so much. Student debt relief, holding NATO together, infrastructure bill. But he fell off his bike. According to this article, he's not actually going to run in 2024. He's just saying he is to present a united front before the midterms. Oh, what a relief. Yeah, he did his part. But if Biden's not going to run, who will? It is time for us to do what we have been doing and that time is every day (laughs) that would be terrifying the opportunity is there and again they're poking fun at biden running again just days away from yes the midterms why because i've told you this the noise will get louder there'll be a cacophony of sound coming sooner rather than later as we get closer and closer to the the end of the year and the time when people really start to have their exploratory commission look at whether or not they should run for president that is going to get louder but he's an incumbent yeah he's at 79 soon to be 80 year old incumbent who has lost the plot Twisted Minds of Morning Joe. Is the one you fear the most. There has to be someone. A Biden, maybe? Are we back to Biden? I like Biden. Biden. Biden's great, right? He's Biden. 2024. Coming in 2023. Yep, yep. A little fun there to start your Halloween. Hope all is well with you. Yes. 2024 coming in 2023. Uh, We are still in the midst. It just feels like we never get away from, yes, the thing called elections. I think the whole goal now is you will. We talked about this. If you're a senator, you have, I think, a three year respite. Right. So you've got 
you're elected. You got a couple years, two, two and a half, sometimes three years, where you don't have to worry too much about anything. Right? You go about doing your gig, and you don't have to worry too much about it. Then you start to raise money. When you're a congressperson, it's about what? It's about continuing to raise money, continuing to do all that you can to win, 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 win now. But you got to raise money because you're always running for re-election. You're always running for re-election. That's where we are. And normally this time of year, with not one but two houses, you know, the house, you got the Senate and the House itself belonging to the president's team. We normally kind of go, that's ah, too much power. We're going to give this team over here a little bit more power because we feel like you guys have had too much power. And now eh, let's give them a try. We're knowing full well that it kind of ends up in a lot of times the same place. That's where we are. And you've got a nasty, weird world of kind of half-ass recession, kind of people uneasy about the economy. You've got inflation going through the roof. Uh, people are upset and they're worried and they understand what's coming. They do. And then you see a woman who's raising four kids on, on 400 bucks. Yeah. And you go, nothing else matters to her. There's no, there's no argument other than, other than, guess what? We're going to figure out a way to make bread more affordable to you. I mean, there's just, you know, when it's about survival, when it's about these issues that just they can't live. Now, you can scare mm-hmm. them and say it could get worse. They could take your health care away. I mean, that, that's a strategy to go. But, you know, it's really tough. And I've come on the show and talked a lot about that. you got to scare people and make it sh- about the Republicans that are, are crazy people. But even with the pending crazy, when you can't afford to buy the stuff that you were able to buy a year or two or three years ago, it's tough. I am really scared about a bloodbath 10 days from now. Donnie George, yeah, you should be. You go and look out there, inflation's on your watch. You hypercharge the economy, and we gave more money. First of all, let's go back to the first pandemic giveaway. I wasn't, you know, we had to do it. I get it. I understand. But that was gobs of cash. The second one, I wasn't thrilled about. And the third one, Biden's unnecessary. The amount of money he has spent at things is completely unnecessary. The lies about, oh, we've got the Inflation Reduction Act, which everybody goes, isn't going to reduce inflation at all. And if it does, it'll be minute and it won't be for a couple of years. Money, 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 money. Hyper, hyper, hyper inflation. We're not quite there yet. But for us, the feel of something like this feels like hyperinflation because we haven't had this since forever. We've managed to maintain inflation right around one and a half to two percent. There hasn't been this. There's been jumps in some stuff that have been periodically there because of issues when it comes to oil and gas and a few other things. But there's never been nothing sustained like this. And people are looking around going, this is on your watch. You can't blame it on Putin forever. This was happening pre you. You can't blame this on, uh, on Trump. This is your ride now. This is in your court. And it's not about abortion. I've said that. It's not about how green we can be. I've said that over and over. It's about none of those things. It's the day-to-day survival is what terrifies people right now. When I go out and I talk to people, 
I was at a Halloween store this weekend. People, a couple of people go, oh, Chad, I listen to your show. I'm like, oh, thanks. Uh, you know, I pre- I, it's weird because I forget I'm on radio. I was like, but social media, everybody sees you. And and, and they said, man, this is, these prices are nuts. Huh? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And again, it's a weird time because I'm at the Halloween store. That place is packed. I mean, it's packed out. So Walmart yesterday, somebody asked me the same thing. These prices are nuts. I said, yeah, I know, but everybody's here. They're buying stuff. Is it the last hoorah? What is it? Some of it is, yeah, you know, you got to feed your family. But it is, that's top of mind for everybody. And they're throwing up the Hail Marys everywhere. And they know they have to. Because what was once seen to be a sure thing for the Republicans, then the massive amounts because of abortion and and some stuff through the summer, there was a growth of of of, of swelling for the blue, but then reality hit that, yeah, that uh, it wasn't as crazy as everybody thought it was going to be. They didn't outlaw it in all fifty states, or or according to Biden, fifty four states, and and they didn't get rid of all of the things that people thought. There's still some lawsuits, and then the reality that prices are still going up, and they're continuing to go up, and people are starting to worry about their jobs. They're not hiring as much. That makes you think, yeah, it's it's going to get ugly. Ugly. Election day is only days away, but many Democratic officials seem to believe, barring some major seismic event, control of the House of Representatives is all but gone. Democrats can feel the House seats slipping through their fingers, as some experts project Republicans could pick up maybe even 30 seats, and they only need five to win back the majority. Yeah. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Five seats. When we talked to our buddy uh, Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research, we talked to him about a month ago. He said they may win by eight to 12 seats, the Republicans. At one time, they thought they were going to win by 30 seats. Well, now that's back. He now looks at 27 seats. So many things have changed. And so much of that has the fact that what's changing isn't so much what people are saying. Isn't so much that they've pivoted in such a way that they're reaching people. It's the people coming to their own conclusions as they go and they go, man, it's still 480 for gas. Wow, that sucks. It's still 392 for gas. In some places, it's still six bucks for gas. They feel it. And that is what you need to know. At the end of the day, we're still a economy-based Democratic Republic. And that is going to push us in ways that, that you know, for some people, they're pissed and angry because they got other things, social issues they believe should be number one. But when you're trying to feed your family, what's number one? Feeding your family. And if you feel the other side can do a better job at feeding the family, that's who you're going to go with. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us text uh, program. Happy Halloween. Hope you are well. A lot of stuff to get today. Some Halloween stories. We got the number one countdown. So the number one show on the countdown. I'm going to movie of all time when it comes to Halloween on the countdown. And have that. Plenty of other stuff as well. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. No, my dogs will not be dressing up. To go trick-or-treating. Why is that? Because they're insane. Too much energy, too craziness. Doodle doesn't like to go outside uh, and, and dress up. Although we dressed him up as Chucky once before. But I'll tell you what. 
I would have told if you'd have told me four years ago that my little dog Toodle would still be here, I would have said there's no chance in hell. No chance in hell that would happen. But sure enough, here he is. Healthier, happier than he's been in years, thanks to Rough Greens K9 Vita Smart, a, a supplement you put on top of your dog's food. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega 369, all this incredible stuff. And all you have to do is sprinkle it on top of your dog's food, and voila, it comes alive. It has all this incredible stuff on it, and it's going to help your dog's food be the food it should be because your dog's food is kind of dead food. It's meant to live on a shelf. It's not really meant to be fresh. Try it for yourself. Get a free bag right now. This is not a trick, but a treat for your dog. Go to ruffgreens.com slash chad, roughgreens.com slash chad, roughgreens.com slash chad, at Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N, Chad Benson Show. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout. I love it. Halloween time. You guys know my love with Halloween. I'm actually taking the the rest of the day off today rather than doing 5,000 other things that I normally do. Uh, Spend some time with the family. Go trick-or-treat and have some fun, which is necessary. Again, at the end of the day, it's about the family to me. It's always about the family, which, again, I ask the question is, why wasn't this family member protected? When the officers arrived on scene, they encountered an adult male and Mr. Pelosi's husband, Paul. Our officers observed Mr. Pelosi and the suspect both holding a hammer. The suspect pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently assaulted him with it. Our officers immediately tackled the suspect, disarmed him, took him into custody. Yeah, uh, ugly, wacky, weird. That guy, DePape. Who, you know, people are asking questions. Who exactly is the guy? What is his story? Well, his story is he's a bit cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. That we do know. Uh, and uh, thank God Mr. Pelosi's okay. The rhetoric that we have is, is it's not the rhetoric is nasty. Let's, let's, let's not pretend that we don't remember there was a time in our history where we were so divided we went to war with our neighbors. It was so bad, we fought each other. What we have now, though, is people who don't understand the pantomime of political theater and who are easily off the reservation, lost the plot, just whatever you want to say. And that's what this guy was. So you, you couple the, 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 the loudness of politics today And you put that together with people who aren't living in their right mind. And you throw in a little bit of the Internet where they could go down a rabbit hole. And that's what you get. Police have reported that the suspect is somebody named David DePape. 
And he is in custody. He's actually in the hospital. He sustained some injuries. There was the scuffle with Paul Pelosi. Then there was some sort of a scuffle with police who were trying to apprehend him in the home. The DA has announced that she's going to be charging him with a host of things, including uh, attempted murder and, and various charges that will develop over the next number of days. Yeah. Uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? Yeah, that guy's got some serious issues. There is no doubt about that. Uh, people that have known him in the past said he didn't really understand politics, and then he got deeper into some politics, but he was about everything from vampires to, to aliens. I read some of his blog on Friday because they had this thing you could go to, and it was – he had one – this is this is one of his, his, his blogs or whatever it was. It was the capital – it was A that was capitalized with a period, and then it said turd. And then it was – the word Indian and another one. That was it. It was nothing else. <laughs> he was really into aliens. 9-11 was an inside job. Uh, I go back to some questions about why does one guy have a hammer and the other guy have a hammer? And uh, why didn't they shoot him? Don't we live in a time when they should just blast away at that? Or did they not know who was who? Question. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Halloween day today. Tomorrow is you're getting punished for wearing something you're not supposed to. We'll talk about that. Other things straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's supposed to be midnight. Something evil's lurking in the dark. Uh, as a kid growing up, how awesome this video was, right? John Landis, and you know, it was like 15 minutes long, and you know, Michael was at his zenith of superstardom, and it had, it was just, it was amazing. It was incredible. It was kind of creepy and scary. It was all of the things. And, of course, Michael got even weirder, which wasn't good either. <laughs> that, was, that was not, that was not good. But it, that was amazing. It was. And if you look at it now, you think, well, that's, uh, that's a fairly benign Video, eh, fairly benign video. In today's world, you never know what's going to be benign or not. I was joking around this weekend, and I've been joking for a while. It's like you go to the costume store, and you look around, and you go, all right, which one of these things isn't going to get me in trouble in three years? I'm like, what do you mean? Well, I mean, I could play Jason or Michael, but I'm waiting for them to cancel them. Not because they're killing a bunch of kids, but because maybe there was somebody who was trans at one of these things that killed them and then therefore makes them transphobic. I don't know. They'll come up with something. You can't be a cow anymore because obviously if you're a cow, well, then you don't care about the environment. You're like, oh, God, I forgot about that. Which brings us to this hilarity. Over the weekend, our good buddy uh, Bill Maher went after everybody who wants to be the ruiners of fun. We'll have Halloween. 
is too much for your fragile sensibilities and you're worried about seeing someone wearing something that's on the forbidden costume list, just stay the f*** home. Every year we go through this bullshit. Lists of costumes you better not wear lest a night of irreverent dress-up spiral into something that resembles fun. Here's an idea, clickbait websites. I won't tell you how to harvest and sell my personal data, and you don't tell me what I can wear on Halloween. And I love that, and that's true. I mean, all of us are, you know, guilty of, I'm sure, of something, appropriation of some sort, uh, according to today's standards. Again, where we have this, this bizarre anger of 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 living in t- today's modern society and looking back and thinking well I sh- if if I took myself back in those days I would not have been so evil and bad or done something because I would have been much more woke and alive and understand no it's so stupid it's asinine you know it and I know it what was the big seller for a while Halloween is supposed to be outrageous. It's a festival of the sacrilegious. Every year there's a new list of offensive things we shouldn't do on the day that's all about being offensive. You know what I want to cancel? November 1st, All Scolds Day, when the good people announce which costumes the bad people wore. Of course, this year, the number one no-no is serial killer, cannibal, and Netflix sensation Jeffrey Dahmer. eBay has already banned selling it because otherwise it would be impossible to find a blonde wig and aviator glasses. True. Yeah. I mean, you don't need a lot for that, but people are flipping. I cow- How could you? How could you? That would be... Because people do. Why is it number one on 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 Netflix? Do you realize that only only the fourth season of Stranger Things is bigger than Dahmer? Only the fourth. That's insane. Because we have this ghoulish, macabre way of looking at things. That's that's true. Part of it is the fact that we face it, and some of it is the fact that, you know, the weird, the creepy, all of this. There's things that we do psychologically-wise where we face these things because we want to be able to look at them in a way where we're not scared. Yet at the whole time, you know, it's 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 interesting. We've talked about it uh, ad nauseum here as we, as we head into the holiday. Of course, there is also bad taste. I'm so tired of a handful of emotional hemophiliacs on social media telling us what we can't do on Halloween, including Queen Elizabeth, because it's too soon. Of course, don't even think about characters outside of your race. And no no genies, because genies were slaves, okay. No sexy schoolgirls, no playboy bunnies. Simone Biles tweeted, put the Jeffrey Dahmer costumes back in the closet. We ain't having it. Who's we? What's with the we? Who died and made you the great pumpkin? Yeah, well, social virtue and justice because she's allowed to do that. Here's something. Uh, I was, there's a, maybe we'll grab it for tomorrow, but there's this guy who goes to these college campuses and he's got like a giant sombrero on. It's a white guy. He's got a mustache that's taped on. You can see the tape. It's hilarious. You know, and he's, he's got his, you know, the throw. He looks like, you know, Slowpoke Rodriguez, Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, my God, his friend, his cousin. I mean, it's everything you would think of. Oh, that is the, the stereotypical scenario. And everybody at the college flips out on him. Ah, oh, you're evil, you're bad, you just don't understand, you're social justice, blah, blah. They go on and just rail on the guy. Then he goes to Olvera Street, which is in Los Angeles. So, you know, they have, uh, you know, they have, uh, they have little, you know, little Tokyo and, and, and Chinatown, the whole nine yards. Olvera Street is the, the, the Mexican version of it. And it's hilarious because they're drinking with him. They love his outfit, the whole nine yards. So the people that they think should be offended aren't offended. 
but that's okay because I'll be offended for you. That's what I'll do. No, uh, no unhoused person. What we used to call a hobo, the default costume of every kid in history. No one with an eating disorder, so goodbye skeletons. And no transphobic costumes, because if kids want to see drag queens, they can go to story hour. Also, listen to this. No Putin. No Trump. No anything related to the Will Smith Oscar slap. Which I find to be bizarre, because some of that stuff, well, I don't know about the Oscar slap. I mean, did Chris Rock die? No. Did somebody screw up their own career? Yes. Uh, I don't get any of that. The hobo thing is hilarious. Because that was the default for everybody. And a flasher, too. It's just easier to pretend to be a flasher because it was like, oh, I got it. My dad's got a my dad's got a trench coat or one of those, you know, London fogs. And it was just easy to do that. That's where we are. That's where we are at this moment in time. So come tomorrow, somebody's going to be wearing something they're not supposed to be wearing. They will be caught up in something and then people will throw a fit. The craziest part of all this, being irreverent and playful, should be the province of the young. But it's not. Boomers are supposed to be the get-off-my-lawn crowd. But when someone in a problematic costume shows up at your door, it's literally Gen Z telling them to get off my lawn. Except it's not even your lawn because you live at your parents. This is the life philosophy of zillennials. Things that are interesting might also contain something which could cause a moment of discomfort, so ban it all. It's not your fault, kids. Your parents ruined you by overprotecting you, and now you're the ass. Truth. Truth. I uh, tweeted out happy Halloweens and you know salutations today at the old uh, Twitter and, and Instagram, at Chad Benson Show. And if you want to see what really scary used to look like, go back to the 1900s, early 1900s through, you know, uh, into the 50s. But you go look at these costumes, 1912, 1915, creepy AF. And I'm talking creepy, like scary as all get out. Kind of scary looking costumes that they thought were fun and cute at the time. But they look like every one of these people is a demented serial killer. And they're kids wearing these things. And then producer Anthony and I were talking earlier. I said, you know what, though? Those are the people that knew Halloween was kind of scary and were fine with it. And you were going to play some real tricks. And oh, by the way, in 15 or 20 years, we're going to fight some Nazis. Oh, yeah. Our kids today, I don't know what they can fight. It ain't a lot, I'll tell you that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Kanye, back at it. The thing about the red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed. I just want to say, this is the greatest, worst, whatever he's trying to do here, you may ever hear. By a, I'm not going to say what race, what people, uh, doctor, and what hospital, and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. <laughs> If you want your secrets to get out, Kanye's your guy. I'm not going to say who did it. I'm not going to tell you because you know I can't. And the media is going to flip out if I say anything. But it was the Jewish doctor. <laughs> I'm not going to say which one. It was Dr. Uh, Dr. Silverstein over there. I'm not saying who his name. I mean, he is all over the place. So when I said that and I, and I, and I questioned the death of George Floyd, it hurt my people. It hurt the black people. So I want to apologize because right now God has shown me by what Adidas is doing and by what 
by what the media is doing, I know how it feels to have a knee on my neck now. So thank you, God, for humbling me and letting me know how it really felt. He didn't help himself, that's for sure. So wait, because you lost hundreds of millions of dollars potentially because of the Jewish doctor in a red hat, you now know what it's like to feel what it's like to be George Floyd? I'm trying to put all this, I'm trying to piece it all together. It's a tough thing, man. You got to gotta draw a line. It's over here, and then he's this, and then, of course, the Jewish doctor, and the media is Jewish, and, of course, the banks, and Adidas, and Adidas waited as long as they could, but they had to get away from it. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of issues there. There's a lot of issues there. I think we can all admit that. But I don't think that's going to help anything. And the fact that you compare you losing Adidas to what happened to George Floyd is something very Kanye at this moment. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. We've count down from 10 to one. We do it every year. The scariest movies. Uh, there's some good ones out there. I'll tell you what, even some modern ones that are new. I watched barbarian last night. I loved it. Scary. Good. May make the list next year. Fantastic. Uh, But we have gotten to the number one. I'm going to give you the first nine and then give you numero uno straight ahead. But first, Raycon, best earbuds around. Love your Raycons. Yeah, get more. Great Christmas gifts. Great, great Christmas. Great holiday gifts for anybody. Great for yourself. Always good to have a backup pair. They've got tons of different things at Raycon that you can buy. Not just the earbuds, but these earbuds are amazing. I had mine on all weekend. Doing a lot of stuff, zipping around, running around. Uh, the kids were were doing their things. They like to rock out and listen to their music and stuff. And it was it was just a great weekend of fun. But I always have my Raycons. All the kids have their Raycons because of the sound quality, which is second to none. Because of the fit, which is awesome. And let me tell you something. If you've got kids, you're thinking about giving kids, know that fit matters. It absolutely does. And that's with Raycon. You're going to get all these soft gel tips. You find the right one that fits your ear. Boom. You put it right in it. And away you go. Sound quality, sound design, the best earbuds around. There is nothing close to Raycons. They start well under $100, which is awesome. And you're going to get really the style that you want in the fit that is second to none. 20% off right now, site-wide. So you're going to save even bigger, though, 30% off exclusive holiday bundles. And there's tons of them. We're talking speakers, which I've got. We're talking different kinds of headphones for gaming, the whole nine yards. So kit yourself out. Get yourself ready for the holidays. 20% off by using, are you ready for this? So you go to buyraycon.com slash chat. Use early BF to get 20% off site-wide. And even go bigger if you want to get 30% off the holiday bundles. So do that right now buyraycon.com slash chad use early bf that's early bf to get up to 20 percent off site-wide and 30 percent off the holiday bundles at buyraycon.com slash chad chad benson show podcasts are american as hot dogs apple pie football and sushi uh, uh, uh. Oh my goodness. No. Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mm, boy, that is good. It's different. 
Did you get a little bit of saltiness? It's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. You just can't let them go. Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. Beware the moonlights. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. What an excellent day for an exorcism. I am Dracula. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? They are entitled to not just one, but ten good scares. We have counted them down for the last week and a half. We counted them down, baby. We've given them to you from ten all the way down to one. Because I care about you, and I want you to be up to date with the coolest of horror movies. Now we're at the number one. And let's first look back, shall we, in the Wayback Machine. The Universal Monsters at number 10. Trick or Treat, an amazing movie. At number nine, Nightmare on Elm Street, first, arguably the first real horror monster with a personality. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, no matter how many times they remake it, you can't remake that 70s feel and vibe where it's just, it feels real. And ugh, House of a Thousand Corpses, terrifying, closest thing, getting to that 70s vibe, but also coming up with characters that uh, that lived on beyond it. And it was the bad guys who won in that one. You have Friday the 13th, obviously, Jason, Halloween, my favorite movie of all time, which I'm currently watching, Halloween 2 in the background. Jaws, well, there's no more real monster than that. Paranormal Activity at number two. But number one, well, nine Academy Awards. A spinning head, pea soup, and Max Van Sydow. You get nothing better than this movie. Of course, we're talking about The Exorcist. And Blatty's book was incredible. And the movie terrorized and terrified people. Uh, kind of like what we're hearing with the, the, the movie uh, right now. The, the, was it the Terrifier? But nothing really came close to this. The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! Jason Miller, Max von Sydow, battling out the beast and the demon that says it's not just a demon. It is, in fact, the devil himself inside of Reagan. Based upon what? It's just a made-up story? No, actually based upon a true story that took place by a young boy named Ronald Doe. That's what they ended up calling him, who battled a demon, according to the the... Archbishop and several Catholic priests who kept diaries of the battle that took place. And he took that after hearing a, I think it was a symposium, and wrote the book. The book was terrifying. It garnered nine Academy Award nominations, Golden Globe nominations. Uh, once the movie was made, it was absolutely fantastic. And it was incredible. The atmosphere, the way it was played, the stars of the movie themselves. Uh, that just really Ellen Burstyn was incredible. And of course, uh, young Ray Reagan played by Linda Blair, who for years said afterwards, her friends, parents didn't really want them to hang out as if she was the evil demon herself. The movie though, captured so many people's imagination. It wasn't more than just a horror movie. The cultural reverence of, of this revelance of this was, uh, couldn't be understated. 
And it is the number one movie in my scary movie watch. And in fact, it is in the Library of Congress as a cultural movie uh, of, of real distinct. Because it's not just a horror movie. It is something greater than that. Exorcist, the number one horror movie in our top ten countdown. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. You miss any show. Grab the podcast. The Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Eight days and counting to the midterms. Yeah, eight days. Eight days. You've got eight days to state your case. You've got eight days left to try to turn the tides that are flowing against you. You've got eight days left to save yourself and your party. (sighs) I don't know if it could be done. Maybe. Uh, if you were to ask me which way do I think it's going to go, uh, it's going to the right. It's going to the right. Now, does that mean that it can't change paths? No, it absolutely can. It can spin in one direction. You know that as well as I. But uh, the reality is, is you got eight days. Eight days to fix it. Eight days to try to fix it. And for a lot of people, the fix is too late because they've been voting for like six weeks, it seems like. And most of the people probably going to the poll on the day of are going to be people that are going to be voting to the right. So you may have already had your shot and missed it. Some in the Democratic Party are already performing pre-autopsies. You know, sometimes people just want to not feel as if uh, they are walking on eggshells. Uh, and 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 they want some acknowledgement that life is messy. The House GOP sees these pending election results as a repudiation of where President Biden and Democrats are currently leading the country. Yeah, there is some of that. Let's not pretend that that is not true. I mean, there's absolutely some of that. Normally, these times of uh, this time of year, what ends up happening? When it comes to midterms, we change a little bit. We said, hey, you party, you got too much power. You got everything. This party over here doesn't have anything. We would like some ballots. Just a smidge of ballots. And that's kind of what everybody's looking at at this moment in time. A smidge. Now, what is the big thing? It depends, right? If you're in places where it's all about feelings over facts, if you're living life high on the hog and you have nothing to worry about. Abortion will be on the ballot in five states this November. California, Michigan, and Vermont will be measures to protect access to abortion. Montana and Kentucky will be measures to restrict access, making this midterm election even more consequential. Oh, well, for some people, that's all that matters. You see people with zero, zero real responsibility. Not that it's not important to them, but there are other things that take precedent along the way, like 
economy. 50% of registered voters who say the economy and inflation is the most important. And this is exactly why we are seeing Republicans really zero in on this issue in the final stretch, especially in critical states like Nevada and in Arizona, where the state's inflation rate there is higher than the national average. Republicans are making a play out west. Democrats are on defense. And the Senate races in those two states are neck and neck. Yeah. So uh, about a month and a half, two months ago, Kelly was up like 13 points to Blake Masters and the Republicans had kind of abandoned him and just let Masters kind of dangle out there. They're moving on to somebody else, some other races that were, uh, for all intents and purposes, winnable, they thought. Then all of a sudden he's come roaring back and it's a dead heat. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's a big deal right there. You're like, wow. I mean, he's come out of nowhere and made this thing a real battle. Oh, oh. Then over in Nevada. Cortez Masto, with her low-key style, is seen as one of the most endangered Senate Democrats in the nation. Because despite the fiery rhetoric about 2020, this race comes down to the economy. Food, rent, and gas prices are higher here than almost anywhere in the country. Even if Cortez Masto wins in the heavily Latino areas, Laxalt is still confident of victory. Yeah, because it's the economy, stupid. At the end of the day, it's the economy. And we can all be stupid and say, well, this is the most important thing or that's the most important thing. We get away, but we're still the the, the nation that votes with our pocketbook, meaning if things are good, we're going to continue that path. If they're bad, we're going to step out of that path. And people feel bad. And then you see a woman who's raising four kids on on 400 yeah. bucks a week. And you go, nothing else matters to her. There's no there's no That's argument it. other than other than guess what? We're going to figure out a way to make bread more affordable to you. I mean, there's just what you know, when you, it's about survival, when it's about these issues that just they can't live. Now, you can scare mm-hmm. them and say it could get worse. They could take your health care away. I mean, that, that's a strategy to go. But. You know, it's really tough. And I've come on the show and talked a lot about that. You've got to scare people and make it sh- about the Republicans that are, are crazy people. But even with the pending crazy, when you can't afford to buy the stuff that you were able to buy a year or two or three years ago, it's tough. I am really scared about a bloodbath 10 days from now. Now, I don't know if it's going to be a bloodbath, Donnie Deutsch, but I definitely think that there's no doubt that the 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 the, the, the mo the momentum is on the right side of the aisle. Things that were thought to be lost or lost hopes aren't anymore. Stuff that thought was going to be close looks like it's going to be more of a cakewalk. It feels like the red is set for a big victory that night. Still still some time, but most of the early voting has already come in for a lot of these states. And a lot of that is going to be done how? It's going to be done by mail. So that stuff's already in. You're going to have a big rush on the night of... For a lot of people out there who are going to be pushing hard, the Republicans, to get out the vote. And as long as gas prices stay high, as long as inflation is high, as long as they feel like there's a, a sense of, of, I don't know where things are going in my life, people are going to start to worry. And they're going to take a step back and go, okay, this guy's had the economy and the, and the Democrats for, for going on two years almost. 
Inflation is through the roof. Gas prices don't seem to be getting any better. Uh, They fluctuate a little bit. But when he took office, they were in the mid twos across the board. Now, you know, they're four fifty and five dollars. They're seven dollars, depending on where you live in the country. They're three fifty when they were a dollar eighty. People feel that eggs are through the roof. You know, the average cost of just life is far more expensive. And they're going, I can't blame that all on Putin. And part of being a president and part of being in power is when things go a little south, you figure out how to go up against that and how to mitigate some of the damage. And I don't think you're doing a good job. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a lot of it. And that's where we are. That At the end of the day, that's kind of where we are and where we're sitting. Is it's the economy. And it's weird because I'm out there. Right. Every day. And I'm working, you know, and and I and and I I got a long drive. I listen to a lot of different things, but, you know, I get gas every day. I see people. I talk to them. Uh, This weekend I was out. We were we went to the store and then we went to the you know did some Halloween shopping in a couple places to, you know, the kids because they uh, one of my kids uh, bit off a lot more than they could chew with their costume. So they wanted to have a backup as a just in case. So, you know, we, we were doing all of these things and I was talking to a lot of people and it's weird because the restaurants are kind of full and the stores are jam packed at the same time. There's a certain sense of uneasiness out there, but focusing on some of the stuff they've been focusing on, it's just, it's not getting through to the average person and the Democrats, I think are going to pay. I think they're going to pay for it. Uh, it's just how bad can it be? And when you have people running around going, Hey, Look at heating oil. Look at gas, right? For, for us out here, natural gas, it's going up a little bit. But parts of the country in the east and stuff, people who use heating oil, whoa. They're feeling it. It's inflation. We are going to win. The enthusiasm is off the charts. People here in northeast Pennsylvania are paying almost $6 a gallon for home heating oil, over $4 for gasoline. They know that we need a change. Joe Biden, Matt Cartwright, Nancy Pelosi have got us into this ditch. So we're seeing a lot of even Democrats and independents saying, you know, they told us they were going to govern as moderates. So we think we're going to have a really great day on November 8th. We'll see. Uh, He's running for Congress. Jim uh, Bognett right there. Is it possible that it's going to be a tsunami? It's possible. And a lot of it was made by their own hands. Woke culture didn't help. Throwing wacky stuff out there. Talking about, you know, a man is not a man. A man's whatever a man wants to be. And a woman's whatever a woman wants to be. Uh, The fighting of schools and the insanity of some of the stuff that's going on there. The pushing of CRT didn't help. The the insanity of of climate change things, you know, and and all of these things start adding up. And over time, people sit back and go, yeah, but I got to feed my family. And that's the most important thing. And yeah, but you don't you don't understand. These issues matter more. No, 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 no. You don't understand. My kids matter more. My day-to-day matters more. And it shows me you're not listening. And if you're not listening, guess what? They'll find somebody who will listen. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, tweet at us, text the program, little what's trending straight ahead. And then, oh, this barista at Starbucks. I don't even know what to say at this point in time. Hilarious and sad. Is the best way to describe it. You're going to want to hear this for sure. My pillow has per kale bed sheets right now. 
40 bucks. Boom! $39.98. Normally $90. Breathable, cool, crisp, durable, built to last, machine washable, easy care, 250 thread count. I've got them on all of my beds. Right, so you got the queen, the kings, you got two pillowcases come with them, tons of styles and colors, 60 day money back guarantee, and one year limited warranty. Tons of dip discounts on all the MyPillow products, but you will love this big sale of the year. The Pro Kale bed sheets to make great Christmas items as well if you want to give them out. Uh, how do you get this amazing sale and this deep discounts? You go to MyPillow.com slash Benson or call 800-983-4975. And on top of all of that, Take advantage of the buy one, get one sale on the MyPillows, towels, and so much more. Visit MyPillow.com slash Benson or call 800-983-4975. It is the sale of the year. The MyPillow per kale bed sheets, $40, normally $90. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. Fear and white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you stupid? <laughs> are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it, some people don't. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Peggy Grace, trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Leonard, Crash, Nap, Lenny, Bush, and Lester Banks, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly beef, boom. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending in the world of excitement. That is the Twitter. Elon's Twitterverse. Let's find out. Happy Halloween, number one trending thing. Instagram was down. No! No! Diddy is officially a billionaire. Uh, Reform day. Lots of stuff about Pelosi's. Good and bad. People are awful. Whatever happened... Whether they were lovers or not, which is the big rumor. Uh, there were two people standing there with hammers getting ready to wail on each other. Oh, my goodness, Chad. I don't think you should say that. I'm just pointed out. All right. Both people that seem to have a hammer. Both of them. And over to Google. Lee Jin Han, a K-pop singer and actor, was one of the 150-plus killed in that horrible incident in Korea over the weekend. It was a Halloween celebration, and there was a crush of people in a certain area that caused some 300-plus people to go into cardiac arrest uh, and suffer all kinds of uh, just horrible people suffocating. It was awful. Uh, He was one of many that died. Lots of NFL talk. Lots of it, including, yes, Phil... Your team, the Commanders, with a commanding win yesterday. If we can call it that. I don't think you'd call it that. So much Lula. Not Lula Lemon, but uh, Lula. The left-wing, uber-left-wing, former president of Brazil, will once again be president of Brazil. It looks by eking out a victory. This coming on the, 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 the heels of... There's fraud and there's chaos. If you think our stuff's insane, 
I want you guys to understand, this guy was in jail for corruption. He doubled down on what Marion Barry did and became president again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. Absolutely it is. I don't... Uh, and some, uh, some talk of the old World Series. But they're talking about this being the latest leftist ways throughout Latin America. Where you've got left-leaning politicians in Argentina, Colombia, and Chile. But Lula, who was the former union leader with a blue-collar background, because you got to be that, right? Uh, he, he's built an alliance with several others. But let's not forget the fact that he is also a person who, he was corrupt. But that's what they feel they have. Corruption. That's okay. He's a little bit corrupt. We're good with it. The other side's corrupt. They're all corrupt. South America is is as bad as we sit here and scream and yell at each other over all the things that go on in our politics. Their politics is just insane at times. Just really, really is. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the pros. Uh, text the show. Some of the other things trending is, uh, well, Twitter is trending. Washington Post reporting 25% of the staff will be cut in the first round. And Musk responding over the weekend to a New York Times article that he's laying off employees before a November 1st deadline so he doesn't have to pay them as much with this tweet. This is false. Well, you better get a handle over there who's tweeting out stuff, right? You better get a handle over there because there seems to be some wackiness going on. Speaking of wackiness, talk a little bit more about that. Plus a barista who is uh, having a bad day at the old Starbucks, but it's everything you would want the barista at Starbucks to be. It is. Uh, that goes with all of the trappings of what we make fun of Starbucks and the likes there and unioning, you know, getting unioned up and the whole nine yards. It is it is it's worthy of just a few minutes of. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Three, two, three, five, three, eight, twenty four, twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us, text the program. And I got some scares for you as well. Maybe I'll do my Bigfoot story for you coming up a little bit on the time that, well, my family and I came face-to-face, kind of, sort of, with Bigfoot. Talk about that. A lot of other things. Chad Benson, Joe. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That's right. It's Halloween time. So excited for Halloween. I am. Dressing up tonight. Probably a couple costume changes. Because you can't just do one, right? That's not who I am. I need a many of changes. So I will be out scaring the kids, having fun. We're going to trunk or treat first. And then we're going to go trick-or-treating afterwards. So got to find that perfect place to go, trick-or-treating. And we've got a few of them around our little area. Even though our area is 
as I joke about called the Valley of the Dirt People, the reality is, is it's uh, it's really grown over the last couple years because, you know, Phoenix became way too expensive. Inflation. Californians and people moving in with big cash, uh, buying homes up uh, cheap interest rates. On top of that, uh, there's a lot of growth out because like many things, we don't build up. We build out. So it's starting to bridge the gap between some of the areas of, you know, Tucson in my house and Phoenix in my house. And there's only so much you can do because a lot of it is native land, but it's uh, you're getting a lot more things out there. So uh, we've gotten more and more people that are full time residents. When I first moved out here five years ago, we didn't have I would say it was about 50 50 full time residents where I live and uh, snowbirds. And I would say it's about 65% full-time residents now, 35% snowbirds. And that includes a lot of snowbirds who've just like, eh, I was going to live out here full-time. Twitter, being what Twitter is, people are already pushing the boundaries, but people are also trolling. Case in point, this guy, and there's a couple of them who walked out the other day at Twitter, wink, wink, with boxes of stuff. I want you to listen to what this guy says. This is so great. I mean, if free speech is, you know, Nazis saying that, uh, you know, trans women shouldn't, you know, use women's uh, locker rooms, then awesome. I guess mission accomplished. We'll see. Listen, I got to touch base with my husband and wife. I got to get out of here. All right. Thank you, guys. Sorry, Daniel. Thank you. Did you hear the end? I got to touch base with my husband and wife. He's a troll. They're, they weren't fired from there. They were just walking out saying wacky stuff, and the media bit on it because they want, oh, my God, he's a bad guy. He's an evil guy. He's a crazy guy. He's a crazy, 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 crazy guy. Oh, look what look what this guy's doing. He's, he's destroying people. He's destroying lives. Ah, That's what's so funny. The trolls, the people bite onto it. And it's tough, right? Because everybody wants to be first because if you're not first, you're last kind of thing and you know we've we 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 no longer care about being right and that's on us that is on us uh anthony found me this and it's i think it's a very interesting conversation to have about uh the issues that young folk are having today uh and also the wackiness of some of the stuff that young folk are. some of it is there's some issues there's no doubt pandemic played a part in it you can throw several things in there but there's also this weird world where we are creating monsters where there are no monsters and we're overblowing things and our whole life is built strictly on emotion case in point the person that works at the starbucks people wonder why we need a union at starbucks and i am literally about to quit like, I, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but, like, I really want to. I almost walked out today, and I'm crying in the back room right now, and I almost cried on the floor. It's just, <laughs> I like, I get, I'm, like, a full-time student. I get scheduled for 25 hours a week, and then on weekends, they schedule me the entire day open to close. I'm on the schedule for eight and a half hours, both Saturday and Sunday. Oh, my God. I'm, like, three and a half hours into my shift. There's so many customers, and we have four people on the floor all day. <laughs> Chad, you shouldn't. No, no. This person has some issues, uh, and we'll get deeper into that in a second. He's, he, he or she is not done, and I say he or she. Only five people were put on the schedule, and somebody had to call out. There's so many customers, and there's possibly scheduled five people. We only have 13 people employed at this store. 
we don't have fair scheduling. Managers don't care about us. Our manager was supposed to come in this weekend, and he took himself off the schedule, so he wouldn't be able to be held accountable for calling out. He just literally tore down the schedule that he was scheduled on and put up a new schedule where he wasn't on the schedule. Also, he couldn't have even seen that he was scheduled in the first place. <laughs> they don't want to help us. We need a union because this can't happen. This can't happen. This can't happen. They need a union because this can't happen. This, this can't happen. That's not a, you're not, you're not helping here, sir. And again, I think it's a sir. And I'll say, because we're going to find out in a minute. But the, the, just the, the sheer terror in the voice of somebody who is, overwhelmed quite easily and i will tell you i work with a lot of millennials and there are two or three that are like okay you know what if i need something done uh i can go to them and then there are several in here that are like nope we'll just do it ourselves (laughs) i used to play we've all played sport or soccer like oh don't hit the ball to that person don't do this you know where it's like okay here comes oh i could pass it to you or i could just kick it out of bounds i'm gonna just kick it out of bounds and we'll regroup but i was wide open it's better that i do this for all of us so what are these people not out there helping his pals? Apparently, uh, well, back to 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 the barista who's having a meltdown. And I need to get through all of them, and then people are yelling at me because they don't have their orders ready, and they don't know what to do. <laughs> and a customer was misgendering me today, like really badly. I didn't have their order ready, and so they were just like talking, talking to each other, and they're like, "She's clearly incompetent." I have a full mustache and beard. <laughs> what the. F- I don't get accommodations for being neurodivergent. I don't I'm, I don't even know what to do anymore. I'm like at my wits end with this job. I really am. <laughs> so first of all, uh, I don't know if coming or going. If that makes sense. Not trying to be mean. Uh, I don't know why you should get accommodations for being neurodivergent because why should you? I'm just, I'm curious. Why should you? Because you're a trans person. You should get some sort of special, special rule. Like, hey, you can't yell at this person because they're trans. We're not yelling at the trans. We're yelling because they're an idiot. <laughs> you can still yell at idiots, can't I? I can still yell at people who are bad at their job. But it also shows you a certain part of society that is weak. And I say that because last week, Dr. Phil went on with Joe Rogan. And I heard him say something that's perfect for this. And I think that we're coddling this whole generation. And when they get out of school and get into the world where that's not going to happen, they're going to be competitive. Uh, we're going to have a real problem. Yeah. Yeah. And there is a real problem because there's a struggle there. You heard that person was trying to be mean, but it was funny. And you did it to yourself because you posted it. You wanted sympathy. And instead, you're getting people going, you know, you know, for lack of a better term, nut up, dude, gal. Dude, I think I think you want to be called a dude. Nut up, dude. Right. Like here, I'll treat you like guys would treat each other. Dude, stop being a douchebag. Nut up. Get out here and help. OK. And stop taking it so serious. It's freaking coffee, for God's sakes. It's freaking coffee. But it's all based strictly on emotion. Uh, the millennial generation is the loneliest, uh, most emotionally impacted out of all the generations right now. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. And they live their life based on emotion. And it is tough to do that. 
you have to have people that are not living the life based on emotion, but living their life based on facts. Emotion, it's okay. It's okay for relationships. It's okay for some things. But when everything is based strictly on emotion, that's what you get. You get somebody freaking out, losing their mind over over stuff that you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's coffee. I I can't like even here. It's like, you know, we'll screw up. And I'm like, eh, nobody, nobody, nobody died. Right. <laughs> it's like, just, just take a step back and look where you are. You realize like his first world problems. And, you know, we missed something. I should have done something. I read the wrong read, whatever. It wasn't the greatest segment, whatever it was. That's just, that's non-emotion. And again, it's okay to have passion. But when you live your life based in emotion, that is not a win at all. And you see a lot of that. We'll get more into what Dr. Phil said. A lot of it had to do with the fact that, you know, college in itself has become such a wacky place where you can't even go and have an opposing view at a college anymore where that used to be the thing. Hey, let's go hear this speaker. I don't really agree with him or her, but I'd like to see what it's all about. And maybe I've got something wrong or, you know, maybe, you know, as, as he says, maybe we could shoot some holes in their in their theories or their ideas or whatever it is. And you can't do that anymore. And that's because it's all based on emotion. You know, and it's sad. I mean, think about this for a second. Ben Sass is leaving his position as a senator. And they want to potentially already try to oust him before he's ever taken over as what? As the president of Florida, the University of Florida. That's so ridiculous. Because he's mean and evil and he's bad and he won't what? He's going to make it an unsafe place for the love of God. If you're worried about Ben Sass making it an unsafe place, you've got a lot of issues that you're going to have to deal with in the future where you're going to find that the best thing that you can do is stay with mom and dad, put on a helmet, wrap yourself in bubble wrap, and pray to God no real issues come at you. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Some more stuff to squeeze into. Maybe some Halloween things we'll try to get in. Plus, I got my NFL picks. How did I do? How didn't I do? We will talk about that as well. Was it scary, Chad? <laughs> R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to roughgreens.com slash Chad right now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens, K9 Smart. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all of this incredible stuff right there for you to soak up and to enjoy. Not you, but your dog, which will help you when it comes to having to go to the vet all the time. My dog scratches too much. He's got des- digestive tract issues. Uh, you know, there's a myriad of things. Well, this supplement is going to help with all of that because what it's going to do is going to make their food so much better for them, including things like joint pain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I love about what K9 Smart has done for my dogs. And right now, Dr. Dennis Black wants to send you a bag for free. Not going to cost you a penny. You go to ruffgreens.com slash chat. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. So you're going to get a free bag. Won't cost you anything. A couple bucks for shipping. And a whoa, right to your door comes Rough Greens. You try it. You put it to the test. If you find that it doesn't help your dog, well, you're not out anything. But I bet you're going to find that it absolutely helps your dog with a lot of different things, with their energy, with their fur, with their digestive tract, with their hips and 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 their joint pain. You watch what happens. Try it now for free. RUFFGreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens, 
com slash chad roughgreens.com slash chad chad benson show hashtag me too hashtag immigration reforms hashtag help i'm trapped in a hashtag factory and i can't get out the chad benson show Happy Halloween, everybody. It's a Monday. Feels weird on a Monday. Gotta be honest, feels a little weird on the old Monday to have Halloween. Because, uh, you know, kids want to stay out late. They want to have fun. This is where I wish. I, I, I think, yeah, this is where, you know, Friday, Saturday feels like it makes a difference. You know, so Halloween today. Going to be out there doing Halloween-y things a little bit later with my kids. Very excited. Going to come home a little bit early. We're going to carve a bunch of pumpkins. We carved some over the weekend and uh, uh, just get ready for the fun that is Halloween. And, of course, uh, you can't do Halloween without thinking to yourself, uh, you know, there was stuff that happened on Halloween that was crazy. This is a night for certain things. It's the day that UFO enthusiasts have been waiting for as Congress receives an annual update from U.S. intelligence agencies about UFOs or unexplained aerial phenomena, as they're now called. The first ever report released last year had few answers and could only explain one of the 144 incidents that were looked at. Earlier this year, Congress was told that the number of incidents being reviewed had grown to more than 400. A U.S. official tells ABC News that large amounts of data are helping to find answers to more recent sightings. But that's not the case for older reports. The official says the leading assessment is that new incidents can be explained as sensor readings of airborne clutter and foreign surveillance. But many incidents remain unexplained. Lots of them still unexplained. Creepy, for sure. But it was a long time ago. Back in 1938. you got to go back to 1938 and think to yourself, okay, what was going on? So it was Halloween Eve, 1938. A man by the name of Orson Welles took to the microphone. And they did an adaptation of H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds. you got to go back to 1938. At this time, we're on the precipice of war. There was uh, a real sense of, of, of forebode in, in the world. But man, did people lose their blank in mind. <laughs> people calling the police and people calling, you know, the, the reaction was, was, was crazy. Because people thought that it was actual fact. When, as we know, it was not fact. And even though it said... This is a radio drama of blah, 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 blah. It still did not matter. People, uh, you know, went kind of uh, a little cuckoo for Coco's Puff. And that can happen. Because what happens is, is it spreads, right? A bit takes a piece over here that somebody says, did you hear about this? And it's on the end. And, and the next thing you know, and it's broadcast in such a way that it is very real. And it is awesome. It is. The way that they did it. But we didn't have the internet, which is both good and bad, because everybody could have said, oh, that's not real. And on the other side of it, the internet, people would have gone and not worried about whether or not it was real. They would have ran and made it real. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's 
Crazy. Crazy indeed. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at his Texas program. So far, uh, it looks like I'm 9-4 and four this weekend. I got one game tonight. Bengals-Browns. Not a bad weekend, all in all. Uh, the Jags let me down. The Raiders sucked. The Jets. Ugh. Colts. Can't believe you lost. Wasn't 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 a great weekend, but there's still a chance for me to, to to finish strong tonight. And speaking of Halloween, people ask me, you tell your Bigfoot story. So if you're new to the show, I was probably 13 years old, maybe. I was probably less than that, probably 12. My cousin John was nine, and uh, we were up in Olympia, Washington, in the middle of Godforsaken nowhere, with my uncle fishing and my father. Both of them Vietnam vets. Both of them have seen a lot of things. Both of them, how should we say, were packing some heat. And we walked out several, feels like miles, but it was probably a good 45 minutes walk to where we were going to go fishing. As my uncle surveyed this guy's land and lots of land up there, that's what he did. And man, it was out in the middle of Godforsaken nowhere. I'd never seen so many animals in all my life. And I told everybody that. And we heard... The worst screams I've ever heard of something ever. Every animal disappeared. Putrid smells like you cannot believe. But the look on my father and my uncle's faces after only being there for about 10 minutes was terrifying. And we hightailed it back to the car and we left. Don't know what it was, but a bear it was not. And it was terrifying. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet, text, love hearing from you. Happy Halloween. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson happy 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 halloween baby i'm so excited halloween's one of my favorite days of the year so why not start out with something a little spooky i'm gonna get some more popcorn you want some sure sometimes a familiar face can be the most terrifying In political news, President Biden has said he intends to run for re-election in 2024. You trusted him once. I know he's a little old, but he could still win. Right? He beat Trump. But can he beat DeSantis? I don't know. I don't know! Oh, I love it. That's how they opened up uh, Saturday Night Live the other night. Because, uh, well, it's politics, right? It's politics. And politics, uh, they're they're getting back to what used to be politics, is make fun of everybody. And what's more terrifying than the thought of him running again? He's 79 now. Elections in two years. So that means... In 2018, we won 54 states. It feels like nothing's going right. (laughs) 
Why are we so worried? He's done so much. Student debt relief, holding NATO together, infrastructure bill. But he fell off his bike. According to this article, he's not actually going to run in 2024. He's just saying he is to present a united front before the midterms. Oh, what a relief. Yeah, he did his part. But if Biden's not going to run, who will? Oh. It's time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. <laughs> God, could it be? Is it possible? Because remember, we're only eight days away. What have I been telling you guys for a while? Wait till this is over. And especially if he gets his ass handed to him. Wait till this is over. The low, the, the loud noise you're going to hear that was way back there was, it was unintelligible. We couldn't understand what it was, but I heard a little bit of rumbling and it's getting louder and louder. And all of a sudden we're going to understand what it's saying. We're going to have a sense of what it's saying. We're going to realize, don't run again. It's going to be, don't run again. Don't run again. And it's going to be coming from the left. It is. But they would have to choose somebody. Just when you thought the terror was over. I, I don't know. I don't know. Kamala. Oh, you realize it's just beginning. There's got to be someone. Cory Booker. He's corny. Mayor Pete. Listen to yourself. From the producers of Smile and the Twisted Minds of Morning Joe. Is the one you fear the most. There has to be someone. A Biden, maybe? Are we back to Biden? I like Biden. Biden. Biden's great, right? He's Biden. <laughs> 2023. Ah, kind of fun right there on the Halloween kind of day. But yes, it is a possibility. You never know what's going to happen. I have said, and people, oh, you're an idiot. You're a moron. I don't know if he's going to make it through because I think something bad's going to happen to him because I think eventually he's going to get pushed to the side. They're going to give uh, uh, Kamala a chance and she's going to go and jack the pooch there. Before we get to any of that, though, what do we do? Have We have midterms. And midterms are getting closer and closer. Eight days away. It is time to, well, vote-ish, because a lot of you have already been voting or have, have voted. And once that's done and said with, uh, the counting shall begin. And once that's done and said, the lawsuits shall begin. And we already know that. Election day is only days away. But many Democratic officials seem to believe, barring some major seismic event, control of the House of Representatives is all but gone. Democrats can feel the House seats slipping through their fingers, as some experts project Republicans could pick up maybe even 30 seats, and they only need five to win back the majority. Yeah, remember that? On Friday, we're talking to our buddy, uh, Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research, talking about that. He he had it up around there, about 27 seats. And we talked to him, what, a month ago. It was 8 to 10 seats. Now that has jumped, and there's been a, a seismic shift, and people can feel it. I mean, the desperation's out there because you've got Obama everywhere. In fact, this week, Obama's going to be here because he's seen what has taken place. The, the lead, when it comes to Mark Kelly... In the Senate, uh, over Blake Masters, has evaporated. And what a lot of people thought would be a victory for, for, for Katie Hobbs as governor has all but disappeared. And now it is sitting, uh, really, it is for the Kerry uh, Lake to lose. So they are calling out the big guns, if you will. And Obama is this the one who people still look at as the cool Mac Daddy. I don't know if he could even get 
the nominee today based on the woke and wildness that you need to have. But they're calling out the big guns and him being one of them. Some in the Democratic Party are already performing pre-autopsies. You know, sometimes people just want to not feel as if uh, they are walking on eggshells. Uh, and, and, and they want some acknowledgement that life is messy. The House GOP sees these pending election results as a repudiation of where President Biden and Democrats are currently leading the country. Yeah. And I think part of that eggshell thing, too, is the fact that Obama talked about it on several occasions, as has several other people. Right. James Carville, the old the old folkies, which is uh, they're not really about wokeness. They're about kitchen table issues. They're not about, you know, uh, this insanity of leading with one or two things. It's mostly about feelings and not about facts, mostly about, hey, this group over here feels that they've been discriminated against because somebody misgendered them or a lot of this wackiness that we see out there. They're about those things that matter, which is the things that matter every day, which is putting food on our table, which is keeping the lights on, which is keeping your life moving forward and together rather than worry about where your next meal is going to come from. And then you see a woman who's raising four kids on, on 400. Yeah. And you go, nothing else matters to her. There's no, there's no That's argument it. other than, other than guess what? We're going to figure out a way to make bread more affordable to you. I mean, there's just, you know, when it's about survival, when it's about these issues that just, they can't live. Now, you can scare mm-hmm. them and say it could get worse. They could take your health care away. I mean, that, that's a strategy to go. But, you know, it's really tough. And I've come on the show and talked a lot about that. you got to scare people and make it sh- about the Republicans that are, are crazy people. But even with the pending crazy, when you can't afford to buy the stuff that you were able to buy a year or two or three years ago, it's tough. I am really scared about a bloodbath 10 days from now. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, Donnie Deutsch. Talking about that. And, you know, you can make it about the crazies all you want. I mean, let's not forget there's crazy on both sides. And I know we, you know, what took place on Friday was horrible. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But the the reality is, is both sides have really amped up the crazy. Both sides have amped up the insanity. Nobody ever talks about policy anymore. And when you look around, you ask yourself the question. What is the most important thing in my life? And the most important thing in my life is my family. That's it, right? Being able to take care of my family, being able to feed my family. Those things are the most important things in my life. Screaming and yelling about stuff that you just go, nobody's paying attention to this. No doubt that the data shows that the vast majority of of incidents of domestic terror come from white nationalism and that we are really, truly facing an environment of fascism in the United States of America. This type of intimidation at the polls brings us to Jim Crow. It brings us back and and harkens back to a very unique form of American apartheid not that long past ago. And those wounds threaten to rip right back open if we do not strongly defend democracy in the United States of America. Democracy is fine. All right. Our republic is fine. Remember, we went to war one time over our, our republic and the fracturing of it. And when you scream and yell about apartheid and 
fascism. This comes from a side that if you say something wrong, they either want you banned or they want to make sure that you lose everything you have. So settle down there. Most people are thinking about food on the table. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Raycon. Best earbuds around. Have my Raycons. Love my Raycons. Wear my Raycons all the time. Worked out a little bit this weekend. Did a lot of different stuff, but I have my Raycons with me, and that is awesome. Different colors, different styles, but the best earbuds around. Fashion forward, always. Right? Ray J made sure they were. Uh, the sound quality, second to none. And I do mean that. And then you get to the third part of the thing that I don't think anybody ever talks about is the fit. And that fit matters more than anything else. All right. You've got several different uh, soft gel ear tips that are sent with it. And when you put these things in, they stay in. You rarely even feel them. And you can control the sound with the different modes that they have. It is in incredible so now is your chance to grab your raycons and do it in such a way where you're saving some dollar bills if you know what i mean go to buyraycon.com slash chad save huge right now they already start well under 100 dollars. get yours now buyraycon.com slash chad buyraycon.com slash chad chad benson show You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. It's the second billion-dollar jackpot in Powerball history, second largest in U.S. history. Self-described lottery lawyer Kurt Panousis has advised dozens of past winners. Protect your privacy. You want them to ride out into the sunset and enjoy their life. But unfortunately, this newfound fame is something that they're not used to. And you need some good financial planners. Jackpot, great. Odds, lousy. $292 million to one. You know what it is? Infinity to one if you don't play. You got to play, right? Throw a couple bucks at it. Chance to win a billion bucks? Oh, yeah. You got to do that. You get to the point where it's like, why not? But he's right about one thing. We've talked about it. People change. They do. And everybody always thinks it's the person who becomes successful or the person who becomes famous. But so many people around those people change. Because they feel like, well, you know, I've been friends with so-and-so forever. That's my cousin. My cousin should help me out. And they see you as a dollar bill. And I've talked to people in the world of sports and business. And we've got a couple people that we work with, one of which we've known for a very long time. And uh, uh, I will tell you this. The kind of money he made selling his company is more than what this would be. And he talks about the fact that, yeah, people uh, change. Family changes. It's crazy. It's chaos what can happen. But at the same time, it's a billion bucks, right? You got to throw it at him. Let him change. I'll build a wall. (laughs) So a billion dollars is up for grabs. Who will win one billion? Will it be me? Probably. Because, you know, that's the way we do it. We know how it is. Got to watch out again. First for the fame. You want them to ride out into the sunset and enjoy their life. Yes, of course you do. Ride out to that sunset. Enjoy your life. As we all know. But you got to be smarter with it. This is not the time to go to your local credit union that you've used all your life and open up an account with them. You need some good financial planners. That's right. That's why you hire several. And trust me, the minute you win this. Well, I'll, I'll tell you guys this week when I win what, what, what we're going to do. But, you know, the minute you win it, 
uh, and this is for people in the future, not now, because obviously I've won this. Uh, you go and you find several different people that are going to help you. Lawyers being one of them. They'll take you on a pro bono at first because they know they're going to get some on the back end. And then the other side of it, uh, financial people that they know that, you know, that you're going to be putting money in there and you spread it out amongst several. And you find that position in your life where you go to yourself and you say, OK, I'm going to do all of these things. Uh, now, which one of you is going to tell me, here's your goof around money, whatever you need to do, whatever you've always wanted, dreamed of, go spend it. And get it out of your system. So be prepared. Be prepared, kids. Be prepared. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. This week, uh, the uh, the old uh, scout is going to be working a little bit. The group Students for Fair Admissions is bringing suits against Harvard University and the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, alleging both employ admissions policies that discriminate against Asian American applicants. In the UNC case, the nonprofit claims public universities like UNC treat people differently based upon race, breaching the Constitution's 14th Amendment equal protection under the law clause. UNC says race is one of many factors used in its admissions policy. Yeah, so uh, at Harvard's being another one of those ones where you look out there and it's it's the Asians, right? Asians, uh, not not white people, not not the black. This is Asians had nothing to do with any of the stuff. I just sat back there and I said, all right. But the question about how do people nowadays feel about affirmative action, I think is a real question to have. I understood why affirmative action came into place. Completely understand that. But at the same time, if you take a step back and you ask the question about today's world that we live in, the modern times, are more people for it or against it? A new poll showing more than six out of 10 Americans oppose using race or ethnicity in college admissions, with African-Americans notably almost evenly split. Edward Bloom is founder of Students for Fair Admissions. He fought to get two cases before the Supreme Court today. Should colleges and universities treat students differently because of their race and their ethnicity? He believes the court should ban race-conscious admissions nationwide. Yeah, and that's going to be very interesting to see how this thing plays out in the court. I have a feeling they're going to say, yeah, you know what, there shouldn't race should not be a part of it. There should be a meritocracy, the best grades. I mean, there's going to be some other stuff, right? That's why everybody does so much. Because, look, everybody competing for so many of these uh, positions kind of has the same thing, right? they got a 4.9 GPA, so it's all about, oh, I volunteer here and I volunteer there. There will always be something that tips the scale. But race being one of them may be out of play here. And that'll be very interesting to see how that plays itself out uh, in the future. I'm I'm all about the best should get the gig, but I understand giving a a people the opportunities because maybe they've you know other people have had some other opportunities, if you will, to be in a position whether it's better tutoring or or some of those things to get into a certain thing. But it should be one small factor. When in many of these cases, especially during Asian students in places like Harvard and stuff, it became a major factor against. Ooh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what this looks like. But uh, they are working. Good news. Good news, kids. All is functioning in our world. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Oh, costume police everywhere. Are you prepared? 
Yes, for tomorrow's fallout of, oh my God, did you see who or what? Cancel, cancel, cancel. We'll talk about that. More straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Happy, 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 happy Halloween. Hope all is well. God, I'm so excited. Taking a bit of time off uh, today. I'm going to do my local show. I'm going to be bouncing out of here, spend some time with the family, because that's what matters. The family. Did a lot of, we, we do a lot. Of, I mean, I'm Halloween in my house is big deal. All right. We love Halloween. I've got my son, who is 12. I've got my uh, my stepdaughter, who's, who's uh, 14. I've got another soon-to-be 12-year-old uh, stepdaughter, and I have my four-year-old, Charlie. And we love our Halloween, right? Like last night we watched scary movies. We've come, we've carved pumpkins the last couple of days, and the whole time I'm thinking to myself, "Yeah, what a great time it is!" And then the other time is when you're walking around the Halloween store, you're going, "All right, what can we wear today that five years from now will not get us in trouble?" <laughs> because mom posted something they thought was cute on Instagram, but you were a cow. You and your sister were a cow. You guys wore a cow costume and you thought it was funny, but now that shows how much you hate climate and climate change and you're a denier. You think I'm kidding? Oh, geez. Well, if Halloween is too much for your fragile sensibilities and you're worried about seeing someone wearing something that's on the forbidden costume list, just stay the f*** home. Every year we go through this bullshit. Lists of costumes you better not wear, lest a night of irreverent dress-up spiral into something that resembles fun. Here's an idea, clickbait websites. I won't tell you how to harvest and sell my personal data, and you don't tell me what I can wear on Halloween. I love that. I love that. And again, it's the insanity of who we are offending. It's true. It's, I, I saw, you know, of course, th- about, what, three weeks ago? It was the big, the big costume was what? Jeffrey Dahmer. He touches on that. Halloween is supposed to be outrageous. It's a festival of the sacrilegious. Every year there's a new list of offensive things we shouldn't do on the day that's all about being offensive. You know what I want to cancel? November 1st, All Scolds Day, when the good people announce which costumes the bad people wore. Of course, this year, the number one no-no is serial killer, cannibal, and Netflix sensation Jeffrey Dahmer. eBay has already banned selling it because otherwise it would be impossible to find a blonde wig and aviator glasses. (laughs) Because that's all it is, right? That's all it is. What about this one? Now, I will say, the Queen Elizabeth, too soon? Really? She was like 99 years old. Uh, one year, I'm going to say this, I went not too long after she had passed. Uh, we did a whole theme, and uh, we did not win the costume contest at the work that I was at, uh, but it was hilarious as Princess Di. Oh, Chad, that's awful. I'm so tired of a handful of emotional hemophiliacs on social media telling us what we can't do on Halloween, including Queen Elizabeth, because it's too soon. <laughs> Of course, don't even think about characters outside of your race. And no, 
No genies, because genies were slaves, okay. No sexy schoolgirls, no playboy bunnies. Simone Biles tweeted, put the Jeffrey Dahmer costumes back in the closet. We ain't having it. Who's we? What's with the we? Who died and made you the great pumpkin? And that is so true. Like, who are the we? It's funny. I will, uh, uh, maybe we'll do a little bit of it tomorrow. So this guy goes down to college, this college, and uh, he's wearing... The typical what you would think of if you were going to wear a Mexican outfit. It's got the giant sombrero, a giant mustache, and he's got like uh, a couple other things on. And he goes down, to, he goes to college, right? And all the college people are like, you're offensive. It's horrible. You're bad. It's racist. It's all white people, right? Some black people, but they're very much just the wokest culture you could find. Then he goes to Alvaro Street in Los Angeles, which is amazing. And it's all it's all it's all Hispanic people. It's all Mexicans, Guatemalans, all stuff. It's it's all Spanish speaking individuals, and they're like, "Oh, we love it. It looks awesome. That's great." He's drinking beers with him. He's having fun. Why? You're being offended for who? You're being offended for other people that you feel can't take a joke, can't enjoy the moment. That's what you do. You've got to be offended for them. You have to tattle tail. Oh, what are some of the other things we can't have, uh, Bill? No, uh, no unhoused person. What we used to call a hobo, the default costume of every kid in history. No one with an eating disorder, so goodbye skeletons. And no transphobic costumes, because if kids want to see drag queens, they can go to story hour. Also, listen to this. No Putin. No Trump. No anything related to the Will Smith Oscars slap. What the hell is this? How, how gods do people survive? I mean, no Putin, no Trump. Listen to me. I'm your last connection to fun. All of them. In fact, combine them if you want. Have Will Smith smacking a hobo. Kevin Spacey hitting on a mariachi band. It's Halloween, which is not just a fun holiday. It's a necessary psychic release. Yes, societies going back thousands of years knew that you had to have some release valve on the calendar to flirt with the macabre. And let the demons out to role play so they wouldn't come out later for real. Yeah. So crazy. And I, and I do, I joke about, I do worry about that wackiness of, of this weird stuff where you've got, you know, I wore something, you know, I dressed like a nurse 10 years ago or, or again, I joked about the being the cow. Those things are real because people are, uh, they've lost the plot. They've lost their fun. And that's the scary thing. When we start to lose our fun. That's when we need to worry. And I think we're losing a lot of our fun. The craziest part of all this, being irreverent and playful, should be the province of the young. But it's not. Boomers are supposed to be the get-off-my-lawn crowd. But when someone in a problematic costume shows up at your door, it's literally Gen Z telling them to get off my lawn. Except it's not even your lawn because you live at your parents. This is the life philosophy of zillennials. Things that are interesting might also contain something which could cause a moment of discomfort, so ban it all. It's not your fault, kids. Your parents ruined you by overprotecting you, and now you're the ass. <laughs> so true. 323 538 2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. So be careful out there. If you're going to wear something that you think may get you in trouble, you have to take in so many things now. Uh, what does my work know about me? Uh, what do my coworkers know about me? 
What do my uh, my my clients know about me? As far as do do they know that uh, you know me wearing a cow suit is not me hating climate change, right? Or making fun of it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You see what I'm saying? Those are the kind of things you have to take in. I don't want to live in a world where I have to think to myself, well, today I'm going to wear this, but. There's somebody who's scared of clowns, so I could be making fun of people who are scared of clowns, so somebody may construe it that way. Are you blanking, kidding me? I wish I was. I wish I was. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. More coming out about what took place uh, Friday. Again, horrible situation with Mr. Pelosi. I'm still marveling at the fact that with all the money, knowing who her... I mean, knowing who who his wife is and knowing what she is about, that they didn't have security, as they should have, based in the time of of wackiness and craziness. But we're finding more and more out about this guy. And, And again, the situation is horrible. The rhetoric has gone through the roof. We've had rhetoric before. You and I have known that. The difference is there are too many people out there who no longer look at it as pantomime theater. And they take things for real. Yes. Although this guy was he was off his rocker. When the officers arrived on scene, they encountered an adult male and Mr. Pelosi's husband, Paul. Our officers observed Mr. Pelosi and the suspect both holding a hammer. The suspect pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently assaulted him with it. Our officers immediately tackled the suspect, disarmed him, took him into custody. Why didn't you shoot him? That's uh, something I heard the other day. I actually thought that. Why did you shoot him? There's a guy with a hammer, and you you know whose house you're going to, right? You, you, you know. I mean, you would think, okay, this is, this is, why wouldn't you shoot him? Just throwing it out there. Uh, he, th- he's got problems. This, the pape guy. There's no doubt about that. Uh, some of the people that have known him in the past. When I met him, he didn't really have, uh, he was only 20 years old. He didn't have any experience in politics. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, he didn't have any experience at all, apparently, with politics. Uh, he is, you know, it was just, the whole thing is weird, too. Because, wait, he's got a hammer, and that guy's got a hammer. Where did Pelosi get a hammer? Why didn't you shoot him? Why didn't you at least tase him? And you look at all the stuff that this guy's uh, done and been involved with over the last several years. Uh, it's been all over the place, including some of the wackiness. Because on uh, uh, Friday, when I was going through some of the stuff that he had done, <laughs> like, like he's got this wacky blog. And like one of the things he wrote, this is the only thing in the blog. It's the capital letter A with a period and then the word turd. And then there was another one. The only thing written was Indians. And then there's a lot of stuff about UFOs, uh, a lot of stuff about just all over the place, all over the place this guy was. Uh, But he took some of this stuff and he ran with it. And he has got serious issues and he's going to be charged with a lot of different things as he should be. But it also goes back to we have ratcheted up the, the, the insanity of of. We've given social media the opportunity to get as loud as it wants in some ways through the Internet. And in doing so, there are people out there who they don't understand that it is 
I'll say it. It's 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 LARPing. It's cosplay at times. The screaming, the yelling, the 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 vitriol, the the anger. They don't get that. They're not living in a sound mind. And they start going down rabbit hole after rabbit hole, and it gets worse and worse. And this is what we get. And that's scary. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Number one scary movie on the horror countdown. Straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. You just can't let them go. Go. I stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. Beware the moonlights. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. What an excellent day for an exorcism. I am Dracula. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? And that is it. We counted it down. The top ten biggest, bestest movies all the way down to number one. Let's recap a little bit on how we got to this place for the scariest movies of all time, shall we? Start at number 10 with uh, kind of an, an homage. Right? A, a, we combined several great characters and movies into one, and that was the Universal Monsters at number 10. Go back to the day when they did the thing that they did way back in the day, and not only did they save Hollywood in many ways— they were the real precursor to what would be the modern-day horror movie. Uh, we got Trick or Treat, an amazing, incredible movie that is absolutely fantastic. Uh, think of Pulp Fiction, but for horror. Uh, you've got Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, the first true, to me, uh, character-driven monster, if you will. Uh, not not something like Psycho, but a character-driven monster. In Freddy Krueger, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, absolutely terrifying. And even going back and looking at it in today's world with the modern technology and all the stuff, that 70s kind of grit makes it even more uncomfortable to watch, if you will. Uh, Friday the 13th, what more do you need to say about the likes of uh, Jason? Halloween, my favorite movie. Incredible. In fact, as I'm doing this right now, Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween is playing behind me. Jaws. Well, there's a true monster right there of all these things. The truest monster of all. Paranormal activity number two. The scariest, I think, of the bunch. But the one that puts it all together. The one that put everything together for me is this one. I was a young pup. I remember going to the uh, drive-ins with my family. Back to those of you who were younger, we used to drive into movie theaters. And uh, I couldn't uh, hear the sound of the music because in the movie because it was playing on the theater across the way. So, you know, if again, a drive-in, I was in the back. I was little. I was supposed to be sleeping. I was looking through my blankie, and I could see it. And it fascinated me. And... It was incredible to watch, but I couldn't hear any of the sound. And when the sound came on, because it was, quote unquote, the late show, because you go and you'd, 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 you'd see two movies. Well, 
I had to watch. And I did. And it was incredible. The Exorcist. Is there any other movie that is more terrifying? First of all, from a from a standpoint of just the film itself, it is amazing as a movie. Then you throw a horror movie into it, and it becomes something wholly different. I think it was nominated for nine Academy Awards. That's right, I said nine Academy Awards. It did the kind of money that most films would dream to do. $12 million budget. 400 plus million dollars and it was incredible it was start ellen burston linda blair jason miller max van sidow lee j cobb uh just just to name a few of the greats that were in this movie william uh, peter blatty who wrote the film uh uh in it like he you know just a smidge but uh you know as one of the producers but it was incredible. It was an incredible movie to watch. It was an incredible movie even to this day when I watch it. It is awesome. And, of course, the, the, the battle at the end. The power of Christ compels you. 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 Jason Miller and Max Van Sydow taking on the demon inside of Reagan. Uh, the movie is awesome. And it is incredible to watch. But most of you don't know, it was based on a little boy and a massive exorcist that went on for weeks and weeks, not in one state, but two states. And it was terrifying. Ronald Doe, they called him. Uh, it was a frightening thing. And, and, and Blatty saw this at a, I guess it was a college symposium like thing. And he took that and that was the basis of the novel. Changed some of the things around, obviously made it a a, a girl. And it was incredible, though, what he was able to do with that. And, of course, all of the things that go on to it. And then the mysteries around were, was it haunted, the the scenes itself? And were there things that took place, you know, that, that, that marred the making of the movie? One thing's for sure, whatever happened, them doing the movie the way that they did was incredible. And there is no doubt what the number one horror movie is for me, and I think for many of you out there, it is The Exorcist. Solid fun show as always on this Halloween time. Had some frights, had some fun as well. I am going to bid you all adieu. We're going to race home now and get ready to enjoy a fun time with my littles tonight. We're going to go out and do some trick-or-treating and do some more pumpkin carving and have some fun. You guys have a blessed rest of your day. And just think... As scary as all this stuff is, eight days from now could be even scarier. Yeah, that's right, the midterms. Have a good one. We'll do it again tomorrow as always. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.